Hi, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Peanut. Peanut is a social network enabling parents and parents-to-be to meet, chat, and learn from each other. And we'll hear more about Peanut later. But Diane has our review of the week. I do, I do. It is, or it says, love this podcast. And this is from Estrabel. I had a baby four weeks ago, have met with three lactation consultants. This podcast has helped me the most. I just listened to your oversupply podcast. I really hope you guys touch base on this again soon. I was told to pump three times a day at the hospital because I needed a nipple shield. Now I have, or what I think to be, an oversupply problem. Would love more tips and tricks on how to safely help with this and not get mastitis. Thank you. And this is like a huge issue. This comes up all the time. Yeah. All the time. Well, and like what they're she's in the hospital, so the baby's like what a day old, and she's right. supposed to start pumping. I hear mamas tell Come me, on. "Oh, they told me to start pumping in the hospital to make my milk yeah. come in faster." Ugh. Why? Why do we need what? to like alter what nature does? No, on it's going to happen. Ice. Just let it happen. So uh, hopefully, this mama is doing well. We will. This is a good one, though. We should address oversupply again. So I am really grateful for that um, suggestion. So thank you so much, and I'm glad we're helpful. That is like, I mean, we are here to entertain you. That's for sure. But <laughs> if we can be helpful as well, then that's a bonus. That is. Yes. That's very awesome. Yes. And what? Oh, I'm going to let you announce what we're talking about. Well, because... let's first ask people to leave us reviews. Oh, because yes, that's right. That's, we... It's a really wonderful thing. It helps us on iTunes and we will, you know, it really helps the... I don't know. They're like, I feel every week we say this. We're like, I don't know. It helps. It helps. I don't know. I'm going to like look it up so I can actually tell you what it does. Um, But you guys are leaving reviews and we really appreciate it. And it helps us. And thank you very much. I know. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, definitely iTunes or you can shoot us a message on Instagram or email or whatever. Badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. And we'd love to hear from you. So thank you. And now Abby's going to tell us what we're talking about because you guys will love it. It's so fun. I I got an email. Um, last week from um, a badass looking for some help. And the title of the email was Lopsided and Shitty Titties. <laughs> and I almost fell off my chair because I thought it was the funniest thing that I'd ever heard. And Haley Jakubik um, had a question and uh, awesome, <laughs> awesome word that she and I said, can I please, m- may we please title an episode this because this is so funny. Um, so Haley Jakubek, thank you so much for that um, laugh. And uh, she is wondering, uh, she says, I hope you can help me. I'm a full-time mom and my baby girl has a booby preference and it has caused me to become lopsided. My slacker boob, or as I like to call my shitty titty, is much <laughs> smaller. <laughs> and I was wondering if it will even out once I'm no longer breastfeeding. I've tried having her start on the slacker and she will do fine, but then stop off. And if I switch her to the better side, she seems more content. Um, What else can I do to even things out? So it's also thank you for the awesome title. And what a great question and what a great topic, because I think this is uh, very common. And, you know, just it's so common. It is really common. Like yeah. asymmetry. First of all, asymmetry in the body is just normal. Yeah. But then yeah. you have a baby that like one side better than the other side. And then you really can be lopsided. And it is really like this is really common. But this is one of those things that people don't 
necessarily want to talk about because yeah, right. they don't want to be like, oh, I'm lopsided. I mean, sometimes moms will ask me about it in breastfeeding class and stuff and like, oh, well, you know, like, can one get bigger than the other? Or what if, you know, whatever, blah, blah, what if I make more on one side? Or it is really common that you do make more milk on one side than the yeah. other. You wouldn't know it unless you were pumping because that's usually how people know. Um, but that's really, really common too. And then people go, oh my gosh, when I'm starting, you know, when I'm pumping regularly with you know, going back to work or whatever, is it's going to be lopsided? Can you tell? Like, nobody is looking at you. And same with Haley. Like, Haley, nobody's looking at you going, wow, your boobs are super lopsided. Wow, look like, at that. It's really lopsided. <laughs> or you just yeah. fed on the right side, didn't you? Because I can totally tell. Like, it is not It is not obvious to people. It really isn't. Um, but to you, it probably feels obnoxious. And I actually had a very good friend who went through this, too. And she was like, my boobs are so obviously different sizes. It's not even funny. Like, I cannot even get my daughter to feed on the other breast at all. So um, it does it does happen. So yeah. if Haley were sitting with me, I would ask her a zillion questions that we can't ask her because this was via email. But it's definitely a problem with positioning with the baby and it probably goes all the way back to the way the baby was positioned in the womb. So she's just probably like had some asymmetry herself. Maybe her muscles were tight. Maybe she, you know, she preferred one side and I don't know what kind of help Haley had. I don't know if anybody ever helped her get the baby latched in a a different position, you know? So if you have the baby say across the front of you and they're doing really well on that side across the front of you on the left breast. And then you put them across the front of you on the right breast and they just don't do well there. And that's the slacker boob and, you know, or the, the shitty titty, whatever shitty she wants titty. to call it. Yeah. <laughs> then we put them in football hold on that side or we put them in a different, a different hold, you know, or we laid out, we do something different with them because something's making the baby uncomfortable to where they can't feed efficiently. Like they need to. Right. And that's what I suggested. I suggested. So, you know, for for all of you listening and I, it's funny because you can't like really show it. I couldn't show her over email and I couldn't sh- can't show you now. But so you're holding your baby, you know, across your lap and they're latched onto your left breast instead of flopping them over onto the other side. You're just keeping them in the same laying on the same side and you're just sliding them over till their, their feet kind of go behind you or next to you. Yep, that's the football hole. so like you're kind of holding it like you would be like running to run and score a touchdown yeah which is totally what we do every day right like because <laughs> i'm well, like the football and i'm like do people even know i mean i guess people are football fans and can figure that out but if but you don't know what that is that's what that is yeah and it really does help to you know if the baby's comfortable in one position on one breast to keep them on that side of their body and just move them over into you know a different spot um, and that's really not uncommon. And a lot of times you will have people say, well, just start on that side. If they're hungry enough, they're going to have to do it. It's like your baby's not, your baby doesn't prefer the other breast because they're difficult. It's not chocolate milk on one side and right. like regular milk on one side. Like, like there's it's something, not, yeah, they don't prefer it because it tastes different. Right. There's, you know, it's, a, I will hear all sorts of things. I think the baby likes the other side better because of maybe the flow is faster or that side is fuller or that side, the nipples different, or, you know, like it's just, I hear every single reason why. And it really, what it comes down to is where the baby's comfortable. Their body's more comfortable in that position. Yeah. Their body is more comfortable in that position. But the cool thing that I think people don't realize is they'll be like, oh, my left side always made more. Okay. 
well, does the baby prefer a side? Yeah, the baby prefers the left side because it makes more. No, the left side makes more because the baby prefers that side. <laughs> you know, it's like that's what it comes down to because right. the baby is stimulating that side more. Yeah. So it's going to that side's going to make more. But it really like it's amazing when you really look at the pieces, how the pieces of the puzzle go together, how uh, to me, I think it's just so interesting personally, but I'm yeah. sure Haley's like, shut up. It's not interesting. My boobs are lopsided. She's so like, help. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so what you have to do is, you know, get her feeding on that side to get that supply ramped up on that side. And that's changing her position or taking her to either a chiropractic, somebody who specializes in infants or physical therapy or something like that to make sure that she doesn't have any muscles that could be a little bit stiff and tight. But if they prefer one side, it's no problem, right? I mean, it's like if you don't bring them to chiropractic, if you don't like because, you know, there's kind of I don't know. I brought my child to a chiropractor and I'm not sure really anything helped. Not to say that chiropractor doesn't work, but if that's not something that you want to do, the fact that you're like keeping them on one side and doing a football hold or like trying to figure it out without bringing them somewhere, I think that's okay too. Oh yeah. Like this isn't like a long-term issue. Like they will grow into their bodies. They will become more comfortable. It's not like, you know. Yeah. It's totally fine. And usually too, like if, if there was a significant like muscle tightness problem, your pediatrician would have picked it up, you know, because yeah. it would have your baby would start getting a flat head if they're really only on one side all the time and, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, you know, tummy time really helps with that stuff because then it keeps them like their neck muscles moving and going. But I think, you know, in Haley's situation, just changing position because the baby at this point might just be used to this. Yeah. You know, this is stuff we probably should have done like months and months ago when, when the baby was newborn. But now, I mean, she really might be used to that side, you know, just be really comfortable on that side. And that's where she wants to be. And there's really there's nothing wrong. There's really no harm. Like there's no harm. It's fine. Um, but I think the discomfort is more for Haley because she's more full on one side than the other and feels right. awkward that she's lopsided. But the lopsidedness, the other thing she said in her email was is it going to go back to normal? Yeah, absolutely. You're not always going to be like, you know, you won't sizes. always be like as lopsided as you are now, but like, like We're I all said, lopsided. asymmetry is totally yeah. normal. Like hold up your two thumbs in front of you. All of you, everybody do it. I'm right doing now. it right now too. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> they're not exactly the same. You know, the two sides of our body, you know, they're just not the same. Right. You know, everybody has that side of their face that they turn towards the camera, right? Right. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Get my good side. My thumbs really are not the same. No, I just not. no. I've never butt. noticed that. <laughs> like I got an extra wrinkle in my knuckle. Am I yeah. deformed? What's going on? No, they're yeah. just yeah. Everything's to every. They're not the same. And this goes for your breasts. Look at like to, yeah. you know. Examine your breasts. Examine your areola. The shape of your breasts. Examine your nipple. They're not exactly the same. No, they're not. And, but people think that that is the root of their breastfeeding problem. Do you well, know how and, often and I that hear it's that? Caused by breastfeeding, like. Oh, you know, it's not caused like there's, you know, you, you were, you were asymmetrical to begin with. Mm -hmm. Of course, getting pregnant and having a baby creates all those hormonal changes. And of course, then again, filled with milk, you know, things can become more obvious. Um, And then obviously having a baby that prefers one boob over the other um, can make it, you know, more noticeable than it was before. But it's not like, you know, 
it's not terrible. Breast, breastfeeding is not working out for you because, mm. you know, it's not like you are just not compatible with breastfeeding. Right. No, it's totally okay. Uh, but I do get this as a reason why people think they're having breastfeeding problems. And sometimes yeah. it's still even like, I don't think, I don't think half the time people even think of this on their own. I think new mothers hear this maybe from even like hospital staff or nurses or, you know, maybe a family member or a friend or something like that, but they get it in their head that because their nipples are flat or their nipples are large or their breasts aren't big enough or their areolas, big, like for any, if their breast does not look like the pinup of, I don't even know, like whose boobs do we see all the time? I don't even know. Everybody's. I know everybody's right. <laughs> everybody's like, non breastfeeding boobs. We see all the time. Right. Like they're not going to look like that. Like airbrushed, photoshopped, right. perfect boobs. Yeah. Nobody looks like that, and your baby does not care. Like, your baby doesn't know, okay, this side is bigger than the other side, or this nipple is a little bit bigger than the other nipple, therefore I latch better on this side. Like, I never find that to be a problem, unless it's a super teeny, teeny, tiny preemie with a tiny mouth and a mother that's got a huge nipple. That's the only time I've ever seen that happen. But it really... That is not the reason why your baby's not latching well or only latching to one side or the other. I mean, it's just, it's more than that. There's something else happening there. You know, it's not your anatomy. And I always feel sad when moms feel like there's something wrong with them. Because there's not. Right, right. Yeah, but there, and there's so, but there's so much, you know. We're so obsessed with boobs in our culture. You know, it's just like they have to look a certain way. They have to. And I understand that. I totally I get it. Like the the lopsidedness doesn't feel good. But I think it's exacerbated, too, by the expectations of what your boobs are supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just by, you know, what we see, like we were just talking about, like, you know, all the advertisements and the airbrush magazines and all this. You're supposed to look this way. And. Then when you have when you're going through breastfeeding things and lopsidedness, it's just like all of that, you know, can really affect your self-esteem. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Awful. And a lot of people do think like, oh, well, I breastfed, so my boobs will never be the same. And it's like it's really it's pregnancy that does it. (laughs) I don't want to say that ruins them because they're not ruined. They're fine. But it is pregnancy that does it. It's not breastfeeding. And people think it's breastfeeding. And yeah, like, oh, there's people that choose not to breastfeed because of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they think their boobs are going to sag. They think that their boobs are going to look different. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's like, that's not it. It's actually pregnancy because, or if you want to blame breastfeeding, technically, yes. Because pregnancy, your breasts get larger in anticipation of breastfeeding your baby. And that getting larger and the stretching of the muscles and the elasticity and all of that stuff that caused the breast to get bigger and then might cause some sagging later on in life. Okay. Yes. It's because you were pregnant and your body was getting ready to breastfeed because that's what your boobs are for. Right. But because you choose not to breastfeed because of it, that's not going to make it go away. It doesn't make it. Right. Right. You know, it's just, you know, and a lot of that depends on like genetics and stuff too, you know, the elasticity of your skin and, and how much um, your skin can handle. A lot of times it goes back into your, you know, into your history of your family and genetics. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's not like, I don't know. Do you ever remember watching um, that show Everybody Loves Raymond? 
Of course. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever watch it? I totally watched that. Yeah. Yeah. So for all you people that are super young, I probably don't know. I had somebody the other day, like I mentioned, I referenced Brady Bunch and this fantastic acupuncturist that we have here just like shook his head. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) And I can't even remember now what, why I referenced it, but, um, so this is, everybody loves Raymond and it was, you know, just a sitcom, um, back in the what late nineties, early two thousands. When was it? Yeah, not even that long like that. Yeah. Ray Romano. Uh, yeah, it was really funny. But I remember this one episode and it, I don't even know if I had kids or not. I think I did have kids because she had the twins and the daughter or they had the twins and the daughter. And there was this one time where she felt super self-conscious because they knew somebody who had a, a boob job, breast implants, like one of their friends mm. came over mm-hmm. and had like this had breast implants or something. And she was feeling really self-conscious and she, you know, cause of course her husband was just like, Oh, did you see that? You know, kind of thing. And she went into this big tirade about like, you know, she goes, I have working boobs. I have my, I have working breasts, Ray. I breastfed <laughs> twins. They are working breasts. And it's just like, I always remember that because it's like, they are working, you know, like they are working breasts. Like, don't be ashamed of that ever. Right. I know. Yeah, right. I mean, they're doing what they're they're doing their job. Right. And there's no there's like no shame in that. And people try to throw shame at that. And there's just not. Right. And it's not. Yeah, there's no shame. Like society's messed up. Not you. Oh, my gosh. Freaking society. Don't even get me started. Yeah. Let's talk more, though. Let's talk more afterwards from our sponsor. Diane will take some deep breaths and tell (sighs) us more about society when we're back. All righty. Sounds good. (laughs) You know, it's my favorite topic. Yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by Peanuts. When I had my first child, I didn't know anyone else who breastfed. Breastfeeding was going horribly, and I felt all alone. I remember searching the internet and getting answers that were conflicting and confusing, wondering what I was doing wrong. Um, I didn't have anyone to ask about their experiences. I had no friends that had babies, no friends that were breastfeeding, and I couldn't watch anybody, never seen anybody breastfeed before. The first time I ever saw anybody breastfeed was when I latched my baby on for the first time. When I found a few like-minded parents to be friends with, actually some that are still my friends, everything completely changed. I became so much more empowered to parent the way that felt right to me. I was so much less reliant on Google, figuring out what I was supposed to do when I found people that were doing things that were similar to me. Peanut is an app to meet like-minded moms in your area. Chat and share advice. It's free to download in the app stores, it's easy to use, and it could be your ticket to fighting freedom as a new parent. Peanut is designed to connect people based on similar interests, age, mutual friends, and more. Similar to a dating app, you simply swipe to send a wave. The community feature allows you to create and join groups such as Single Moms, LGBTQ, or Brooklyn Moms. So head to your app store right now and download Peanut and start connecting with like-minded parents in your area. And all of our sponsors and their links and their promo codes um, can be found at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, along with our breastfeeding resources, all of our show notes with links and information about this episode, information about scheduling your lactation consultation with Diane. And I also have our breastfeeding tip of the week, which comes from the Badass community on Facebook and on Instagram. And thank you all for submitting your um, tips. And they were all really wonderful, but one really stood out to me from Stacy Lutz. She says, it's okay to cry and feel touched out. You got this, Mama. 
Yes, it is. And I love that because that just applies to absolutely everyone. Um, You know, crying and feeling touched out and all of that. It's hard and it's so normal. And thank you, Stacey Lutz, for that um, reminder. Fantastic. Thank you, Stacey. Yeah. So, So, society. Society. Society makes us feel bad about our lopsided boobs. I had a friend growing up who was like super lopsided, just like not, you know, before, like as she was, as she hit adolescence and through, she was always like really lopsided and it, she was felt horrible. She hated it. Now, did she, she do she anything like about well, it? Well, I mean, you know, like, no, I don't think she did. But um, and like nowadays, I feel like there's like, like, I don't know. I don't want to feed into it either. Like, you right. know, they make those little like, um, pad things like that go inside of a swimsuit or something oh yeah yeah that you could put to make it look a little more even um but again you know i don't know yeah you could you know i i might do that i think i would i think i would probably do that if mine were like visibly lopsided through that time and i was going out or whatever and i felt self-conscious about it i don't feel like anybody should feel self-conscious about it but the fact that we do is totally understandable I had a mom a few years ago. In fact, I just heard from her the other day. Um, she reached out to me and she was two beautiful little girls and had trouble breastfeeding because she had that asymmetry and was flatter on one side than the other. And when she was younger, had an implant put in on the one side. Mm-hmm. so had you know a little bit more trouble with breastfeeding because of that and I worked with her with both her girls and she didn't let her stop her though she brought in fact she texted me recently and she's like I just have to tell you this is like my 2000th day of breastfeeding <laughs> like she would keep like, yeah like because her kids are like five and three or something like that and she's still nursing so but it was one of those like she would you know do as much as she could breastfeeding and then she you know had some friends who gave her milk and stuff like that if she wasn't able to completely um satisfy her daughters that way but it was you know because she had the asymmetry and chose to put an implant in when she was younger so it's like there is everybody has their comfort level with what they want to do um, and I don't think everybody should run out and do that even obviously that was her you know what she wanted to do but it's not you're not it's not unnormal it's not uncommon you know like it, it happens it's a thing it is. It is. And so here's another thing that people get worried about is that and there are some babies that that will um, be comfortable on one side and like literally like only one side. Yeah. You know, it sounds like Haley can get her baby to breastfeed on the other side for a couple minutes. Um, just feels better on the other side. But some there's you know, it's totally possible for you to breastfeed from just one breast. Yeah, it is can have a completely full milk supply on just one side. I mean, think about people that breastfeed twins or triplets. Mm -hmm. They've got three full milk supplies in there. But, you know, like, I just can't. Whenever anybody tells me, you know, something's wrong with my breast or my nipple's too too big or too small or too flat or whatever, and it's like, did everybody just have these perfect breasts back 150 years ago when everybody was breastfeeding? Like, is that, yeah. you know, like, no, I mean, we weren't so obsessed with them, like uh, sizing them up for how, you know, big or how small or how perfect or how unperfect they looked. Right. And now it's just such like immediately, like I will meet with people when they're pregnant and sometimes they will call me to meet with me when they're pregnant because their nipples are flat and they want to know if they're 
going to be able to breastfeed or not. And it's like, what, where do we get this idea that we're not going to be able to? Like, it just... I know that seems to be really that's really that's uh, there's so much that goes into this this doubt that I think women experience to such an extreme level about our bodies, you know, like they are just first and foremost, like advertising tools, you know, so then it's like when we are going to be using them for what they're supposed to be used for, there's all of this doubt, there's all of this like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, you know, well, it's probably not going to work out like we have all these things in our head that come from. You know, just our messed up view of like of the female body. Right. It's just I just don't get it. Like I don't I can't wrap my head around it. Nobody ever says like if I said to you, I think I think we're going to have, you know, we'd like to have another baby. Are you going to say to me, oh, if it works? You know, yeah. I mean, it didn't work for me. So um, hopefully it'll work for you. But if it doesn't, it's OK to just adopt. Like nobody's. Yeah. We don't, this is something your body naturally does. And people say to me all the time, oh, I'd like to breastfeed, but you know, if it works, I'll breastfeed. Yeah. Oh, people say that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll breastfeed if it works out. It's like, well, it always works. I mean, not always, but the times where it doesn't, there's a specific reason why. And we can point out that reason, you know, but typically overall for the majority of mothers and babies, breastfeeding will happen. Yeah. Regardless of what your breasts look like and what is happening with them. I mean, it just, but our society, Oh, no, we can't, you know, like we have to look at this. We have to look at that. That's why we say like, why are we making this so hard? We're making this so difficult. Well, that's why yeah, breastfeeding is hard enough just as it is alone is, you know, brand new baby learning how to do this mom and baby trying to get to know each other. It's hard enough. And then on top of that, we have everything else. <laughs> You know, we have all of this, like all the doubt, all of the, mm-hmm. you know, society's pressures. and Yeah, it's it's awful. And then we got to worry about like what our body looks like. Yeah. And then on top of it, then we're feeling, yeah, right. You're, it's just like the most vulnerable thing that you can possibly go through, the most vulnerable time of your life. And then you have to worry about like, yeah, like are your boobs even? Are they even or are they like, going to go back fair. to being even? Right. Yeah. It's not fair. Right. And I mean, and we all, you know, we all go through that. We're all like, oh, yeah. I just want my body back. You know, like I want, I want it to be what it was or I want, you know, but it's not going to be. I mean, you had a no, shot. You had a human being. It's not going to be the same as much as we want it to. It's not going to be the same. No. And, and I think also, too, like I think for me is like. I had my first kid when I was 35. I spent my early 30s just like working out, Mm -hmm. you know, wearing tight clothes and like, you know, doing the whole thing. And then I had a baby, then had another baby. And like, oops, I'm 43. Yeah. Like where what it's just like you also age in that time. You know, like it's it's been eight years, it's been eight, ten years. Like, of course, my body's my body would be different even if I didn't have kids. Exactly. Yeah. As you get older, you know, like it just things do change. And we don't. That's the other thing. We don't value aging. You know, the aging um, process is, you know, we think, oh, God, you have to be 25. And I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of 
beautiful 25 year olds listening to the podcast <laughs> not to, i'm not I don't mean to slam you i'm no. just saying that there's like all of these like ideals that you have to and you have to maintain that for your whole life and then when you get to when you're aging we don't like it when your body's being used for its purpose of you know having babies and breastfeeding then all of that is so devalued and we just don't for some reason like i i don't know if i expected that my body at 25 or 30 I was still going to have that when I was in my 40s. Like, yeah. why? I, all I'm picturing right now is some old person, like a Barbie doll head, you know, some right. old Barbie doll head <laughs> stuck on a young body. Like, it's not even realistic. Why do we even no. want that? And, I mean, my husband says that to me all the time. He's like, do you want do you want to look like a 20-year-old? Like, do you want to be 20 again? I'm like, hell no, absolutely not. No, but, um, but why would I want to? Why, why would I want to even look like that again? That's not me anymore. Right. You know, and it's like, I always felt really as much as you have your days where you're like, oh, I just wish, you know, my hips were different or, you know, this were different or that were different or my stomach was flatter or whatever that you had before pre-kids. At the same time, it's kind of like, you know, I'm proud of that too. Totally. Yeah. I know there are we can take pride in the changes that our body's gone through, even though it's hard. It's really hard because it's kind of like we're pushing back against something that society's telling us not to feel and not to, you know, value. It's ridiculous. Um, but I think there is like a bit of a movement going on right now, like a body positivity kind of thing going on. And hopefully, you know, we can keep pushing a back back against all of these very like constraining ways that we're supposed to look and feel about ourselves because it doesn't do anything except make us feel shitty. Speaking of shitty titties, right? Like just make us feel shitty about ourselves. Right. And I and hope I don't want anybody who's like had a baby and is breastfeeding their baby and doing all these like badass things to feel that way. I hope that nobody said anything to Haley about it. And that's why she's so, you know, yeah. Well, it's also, yeah, you know, right. But it's also, yeah, you know, people could also just wonder, like, is that permanent? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, does it stay like this? I know. But it doesn't. It doesn't. No, your body just, you know, adapts and changes again after kids. Yeah. But it, it just, you know. No, and wondering about it, it's like, okay, so we've covered, it's normal, it's okay, um, you know, like we talked about the positioning thing. Um, and it's also okay to be a little like freaked out by it because, you know, our boobs are, our boobs are a big deal to us. They, yeah, they are. I mean, for, you know, sometimes I think it's the first thing people see, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like for some people it is. Sometimes there are people just don't even look you in the face, you know, like they'll just be yep. like looking at your your breasts the whole time Absolutely. they you know totally happens you it does vouch for that if you have boobs you can vouch for that you know but that is why in our society people have such a hard time with the breastfeeding and extended breastfeeding and breastfeeding in public and any of that you hear that whole oh i support it but i don't think mm. it should be something anybody should be seeing or i don't want my older child to see it or i don't want you breastfeeding in front of my you know, six year old, because I don't want them to get any ideas. And, you know, (laughs) yeah, ideas about what that this is what your body's for. You don't want them to have that idea, you know, but what they think our bodies are for, they turn on the TV and they see the Victoria's Secret 
fashion show on prime time. I don't even know if they still do that because I don't watch I think too that, much yeah, TV anymore. Like the swimsuit whatever thing? It would be, no, it would be all um, like their catalog Oh, stuff. the long, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's no, like I know prime time this, TV. Yeah, I know what you mean. With the, and they stick yeah. the wings on the back of them. Yeah, yeah. And they parade them around in underwear and a pair of high heels. It's like, yeah, because that's normal. Yeah, it's, I totally walk around like that. Right. Who walks around like that? Not her doing it. No. <laughs> not her. So I mean, right now and never again. But that's acceptable in our society. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have high heels and wings. Yeah. With like sparkly bra and like bedazzled thongs. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're supposed to look like. <laughs> it is actually really, really freaking funny. Uh, yeah. If you think about it's it. It's so and silly. They put it on primetime TV. Like... <laughs> That is like an inch from being X-rated, and we're right, putting right. it on primetime yeah. TV. Like, yeah. are you kidding me right now? But we don't want anybody to see breastfeeding in public. No, because your skin might show. It's just right. I might see side boob. Yeah, some side boob, <laughs> hussy. So if right. you if you really think like it's just it's so awful, but at the time when you're in it. When you are that mom that people are criticizing you for extended breastfeeding or breastfeeding, and, like you just want to crawl away, you know? Yeah, totally. Just feel another shame about your body that right. you, you know. It's just endless shame we could feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. So do not be ashamed, mamas, because this is how we make changes. Yep. Your bodies are beautiful and they're, you know, changing shape and they will change shape again absolutely for the better all for the better yeah be, be proud and tune in next time where we'll talk yes. about something equally as fun i'm sure they might it won't have the catchy title like the shitty titties <laughs> but it'll be equally yes, as thank fun. you Haley. we really really enjoyed that have a good one thank you bye, bye.